You're listening to Real Paranormal Talk with Jeff Trelowitz, part of CKCC Radio. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Podbean. And now your host, Jeff Trelowitz. And welcome back to Real Paranormal Talk here on CKCC Radio. My name is Jeff. We are, of course, the home of all things spooky when it comes to CKCC Radio. We are also the longest-running show here on the network, and I absolutely love that fact. And as we open episode number 57, I thought I would start with a very special public service announcement. This is near and dear to my heart. I know it's near and dear to several people's hearts as well, and it's it's worth noting. There is only 250 days till Halloween. 250 days. We're almost there, folks. We're in the home we're in the home stretch. Keep going. Now, as a uh, paranormal investigator, I get asked a lot of questions, but for me, the worst question I have, and I, uh, is my own house haunted? I, and I, I have to bring this up because there's been several incidences over the last couple of years that uh, leads me to believe that it very well might be. Now, I'm in my room where I am. It, probably about 80% of the day. And there has been several times that out of the corner of my eye, I will see a shadow figure from the hallway enter the bedroom next to mine. To the point that I will actually get up from my bed to look in that room expecting to find somebody there. There is not. Now, like I said, this has happened multiple times. If it was just once, I could see it, you know, as a, you know, figment of my own imagination. I mean, I am an author. That does happen from time to time. But I honestly think it's happened three or four times. Now, granted, yes, it is the corner of my eye, but enough that it's drawn my attention. So, it's kind of hard to say. And I really, really don't want to have to investigate my own house. I would rather investigate your house, or a cemetery, or the woods behind Target. But it just feels weird having to investigate my own house. But I think, I think it's going to have to happen. Now, if that shadow figure that I've seen darting in the hallway was the only thing, maybe, again, maybe not. But it's not. There has been quite a few sounds that I've heard. I will be up in my room again and I will hear things fall when, again, nobody else is home from downstairs. Go to look. Nothing's on the ground. I will be downstairs watching TV on the really nice screen and hear footsteps upstairs. It's not the dog. He's at my feet. I'm the only one home. But I hear shuffling. To the point where I will actually go upstairs, hoping not to get stabbed by a burglar. And that, again, that's not all. I had one about a year and a half ago. I was, again, I was downstairs, and it was about this time of year. It was cold. I'm watching TV on the big screen, because it's the big screen. And 
outside uh, on the back wall, I hear scratching. Now, it did not help that I was actually watching a paranormal show. So, of course, my senses are all heightened at that point. And, again, my first reaction is, it's probably something on the show. So, I muted it and continued to hear scratching. And then, you know, I turned on the back porch light. Did not see any motion outside. Kept hearing the scratching, though. The next morning, I went out. And I even uh, brought my recorder downstairs to see if I could capture the sounds on the recorder. Just to make sure that I was not losing my mind. And unfortunately, they were so faint, they didn't sound faint at the time, but it did not pick up on the recorder. So when I went out the next day, I wanted to see, again, you know, it's cold. It could have been an animal trying to get into the house. I did not find a single scratch mark where I heard those sounds coming from. And again, that's not what you want to hear at your own home. So... If you, the listening audience, thinks I should investigate my own house as a podcast episode, please let me know. I will be more than glad to do that. Again, it's not something I'm looking forward to doing, but it would make for an interesting podcast. So, uh, you let me know. Now, I want to continue on with the SLS camera story that I started talking about a few weeks ago because I had another encounter. Now, the last couple of times I've gone to the cemetery to see if the spirits would show up on my SLS app, nothing happened. Which, of course, to me then kind of solidifies the fact that it may be an actual event, maybe something actually happening. Because if it's not happening repeatedly, and again, I've done it on uh, airplane mode, so I know it's not something that is triggered somewhere else where it's, you know, I don't know, voice activated and some poor worker is just there in case somebody turns the app on. I mean, these are the thoughts that go through my head. And so every time I'd gone there from roughly November till last week, I had no interactions whatsoever. So I decided to go back again, like I said, last week. And again, it happened. And it only happened whenever I would ask a question. So that, again, is very questionable to me. That, you know, solidifies the fact that it may be something really happening. And it scares the living bejesus out of me. So... I've decided that the next time I go, I'm going to do even more than I've been doing. Because I've been staying on the outside of the cemetery. There is a grass hedge all around the 17th and 18th century uh, cemetery. And I've been staying on the outside out of respect. But the next time I go in, which should be soon, hopefully... I'm going to actually go inside the cemetery and see if I get the same reaction inside of it as I've gotten out of it. So I may even make that a whole podcast and record live 
there and see what happens. Now, I've tried to, you know, like I said, there's a grass shrub outside. I've tried to put my camera on the shrub to see if it would hold it and allow me to go in and see if I could interact that way. Unfortunately, it does not. The, the shrub is not uh, sturdy enough to hold my camera and a uh, small stand. So I will have to do it some other way and actually just bring the camera inside and see if I can actually even read this the cemetery the read the uh, tombstone that seems to have the most activity because it always seems to be in front of this one particular tombstone that the spirit or spirits because I've seen multiple stick figures appear on it which of course, is very interesting to me. Um, I do think it's weird. I, I guess it it's something with the camera itself that the it always looks like they're dancing. They're probably not, especially considering you know it's a cemetery, and in all the you know uh, shows that I watch that use this technology, they rarely are stationary. So it may be just something with the actual app itself that makes it appear like they're dancing um i'm game for pretty much anything so the next time i go i think yeah i will uh make that a uh actual podcast bring a recorder to see if that will work as well so stay tuned for that as well that will be a future episode here on real paranormal talk Another place I'm going to bring the SLS camera that is not that far from that cemetery is the old, is uh, the fire station in town because it is supposedly the only part in town that is haunted according to Shadowlands website. So, I mean, again, I don't want to walk into a firehouse and be like, hey, guys, have you seen any ghosts? But, you know, walking on the sidewalk out in front might, you know, check around and see if I see anybody. So that will be another investigation that I will do. Probably tie it into the other one just to make it easier. Another very interesting haunted location here in Connecticut, which I have never gotten a chance to investigate, but I'm very curious about because of where it actually is. And there's only two of these places in the country that I can think of. Uh, it's not necessarily something I'm big into, but there's a theme park called the Holy Land Experience. Now, there's one in Orlando, and there's the Holy Land here in Waterbury, Connecticut as well. And, again, if you're going to make a theme park out of Bible stories, I think you're kind of inviting some spiritual activity. I mean, could be the Holy Spirit himself. In February of 1985, many witnesses observed a ghostly woman enter a phantom car from five feet above the front gate and drive off and disappear. This story could be backed up by a newspaper article which was written the next day. There are no other ghostly happenings since this incident, but I don't know that I agree with that because as a resident of Connecticut, Hearing about the Holy Land and some other stories that have come out of it begs to differ that there has been no other activity. So, I mean, the Holy Land is no longer an active theme park, 
thankfully. But I know that there are parts of it that are still standing that have been investigated. So, I mean, it's it's worth a shot. Again, I think it's very weird. But then again, if McDonald's can be haunted and Walmart's can be haunted and Walt Disney World can be haunted, then let's face it, pretty much anything can be haunted at this point. So, uh, yeah, that's going to wrap up this episode of Real Paranormal Talk here on CKCC Radio. I want to thank you for listening. If you have any ideas that you want me to discuss, again, check out the Facebook group Paranormal Discussions with a red blur as the uh, photo of it. That is my group. Feel free to join the group. Let me know that you heard me talk about it here on CKCC Radio. Let me know if there's something you want me to discuss. And in the meantime, thank you for listening, and have a good one, everyone. And start planning that epic Halloween costume, because it's only 250 days away. 250 days! You hear that, Commissioner Chris? We're almost there. Have a good one, everybody.